Relax. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. <sighs> Welcome to Pillow Talk Radio, the most delicious place to be. On this podcast, we explore how to create more connection, possibility, romance, and magic, and love, and in life. I'm your host and relationship specialist, Cora Boyd. Are you with me? Hello, y'all. I'm actually recording this on my iPad, which I manifested for free in a 48-hour period. (laughs) This is a new, more relaxed form of podcast recording. So who knows what's going to slip from my lips when I'm feeling more relaxed. So I've actually set the mood. (laughs) I have dimmed the lights and I'm reclining on the daybed. We're having a parlor room chat this episode. I'm lighting some Palo Santo. Yeah, if anyone knows a great way to ethically source Palo Santo, please send me a DM. I love Palo Santo. It's incredible for clearing and uplifting energy. So effective. Now that the energy is cleared and uplifted, I want to talk to y'all about fulfillment and mindset during this COVID stretch. So the thing is, since COVID surfaced, everything or almost everything about the way that we lived our lives has changed drastically. (laughs) Drastically. Not only that, but for the first time in my lifetime, and probably most of our lifetimes, everyone's problem individually is also everyone's, quote, problem collectively. So there is a unification in that while simultaneously we are separated physically and figuratively in many senses as well. Not only that, but many people who have been rushing around for their entire lives, especially in a work culture like the predominant work culture in the US, which is extremely unhealthy. Many people who are not accustomed to being present with themselves have nothing much to do beyond actually people can find things to do they can numb in a lot of ways but there are fewer distractions when it comes to connecting with ourselves and for some people that is really challenging because that might be something they've never really done before or you know never really done in this way or avoided or been afraid to do so All of those factors are contributing to something which I actually think can be extremely constructive. The way that I perceive this last stretch, almost a year now, and this experience we're all having is everything is coming to the surface. That means the toxicity in our society, literal illness, the emotions within ourselves that we have suppressed truths and a lot of truths are very uplifting as well so (laughs) 
before I get too ominous here, I really want to honor the gravity of what is happening and what has been happening. And I just think that there is so much value to truth rising to the surface. There's so much value to it. It can be extremely painful, but it is liberating because that is a place from which you can actually meet reality and co-create with reality to move in a different direction. As long as we are ignoring things, they continue to have power over us. I just want to honor the gravity of this while also empowering you guys. Because the thing is, throughout this entire experience, I feel certain that each and every person listening has been in one moment or another awed by their own ability to adapt and their own ability to be resourceful and their own ability to be strong and to make the most of things. In positive psychology, we call it learned optimism. Optimism is actually, to a certain extent, a skill because it is a choice. It is a choice of thought and choosing your thoughts, which is what allows you to live life on your own terms, changing your thoughts is a discipline, but discipline doesn't have to be sadistic. It actually works psychologically like a muscle. So you can strengthen it and you can fatigue it as well. These are all things I'm gonna be teaching and turned on, which is gonna be my next intensive. In the new year, the juices are brewing, the creative juices are brewing. I think every person listening has also started to see the power of mindset throughout this whole experience. And mindset really is mental health, right? A healthy mindset. So I wanna share a handful of things with y'all that if you do these things, it will really help you stay in a uplifted mindset, not a, you know, out of touch with reality, but a okay and what can I do? How can I be grateful for what's here? How can I have fun with what is available? How can I make the most of this, essentially? The reality is we don't know what's gonna happen or how long this is gonna take, but we know that if anything is evident from this experience, it's that there's a lot of things in our society that have not been working very well for a very long time. <laughs> and humans are so intelligent. Humans are so intelligent. Humans are so resourceful, amazing, caring, everything, right? Whatever we need and want to figure out, we have historically found ways to figure out, right? Like people have been on the goddamn moon, okay? So what I'm saying is I just really believe in people and I think that it's really important that we start to consciously shift into an empowered mindset so we can actually live our lives to the fullest, address climate change and 
create more equality and essentially build a reality that is really fucking amazing. We know how to do a lot of things. We just have to harness our motivation and our momentum and our mindset in the right direction. So some things that will help with that for you. One is exercising outside. You have got to be addressing your physiology. You've got to be addressing your physiology. So that is the state of your body, the state of tension in your body. Is your body getting moved? We have a human body that needs to be cared for. And when it's not, we feel terrible. So when you make a point to exercise, it doesn't have to be anything wild although it could be, but like even going for walks, I love jumping on the mini trampoline. I also do Chloe Ting workouts <laughs> and I walk in the forest. Those are my things and I walk around the neighborhood all the time. Find some things that you like to do to move your body. You've gotta do that and at least part of the time you need to be outside so you can really be, when you exercise outside, you get a lot of oxygen, which really helps your brain. You get a lot of oxygen. So the next one is breathing. I know <laughs> in the past when I started to kind of like have it come up of like, oh yeah, breathing. Like I was like, I know how to breathe. What is like, I actually found out that I didn't really know how to breathe. So much of the time when we're holding tension in our body, we're not actually breathing. We're not actually breathing and that is then creating more tension in our body, which then communicates to our brain that there's stressors and this loop. So I actually do breath work. I do a few different kinds of breath work, but I do an active kind of breath work that sometimes I do for up to an hour. Basically, you breathe in 80% in your stomach, 20% in your chest, and then out through your mouth quite quickly, and you literally feel like you're tripping. <laughs> you like clear so much energy, you move so much emotion around. Sometimes you have emotional release and sometimes your extremities tingle. It's like pretty wacky what you can do with your breath and how much it clears the slate because of like how good it is for your body and your brain. Highly recommend. I've also done some kundalini yoga and sometimes I just do a box breathing, but I actually do breath work with my clients now because it's just been so helpful for me and they really love it too. So try doing some breath work. I also sometimes watch uh, kundalini yoga tutorials by Russell Brand on YouTube. So that's always fun too. So the next thing is having fun. Having fun is so essential to our well-being. It's so essential to our well-being and we can actually learn to create it for ourselves. Having fun is being alive. It's like charging your life force energy and igniting your inspiration. Having fun is what most of us live for. So it's so important to have fun. What you need to acknowledge is there was probably a lot of ways prior to this where you were meeting your need for fun that were just kind of built in or maybe you were around people who were fun. So like you kind of got your fun need met by going to other sources of fun rather than you yourself being the source of fun and creating the source of fun. And maybe you 
have been both the source of fun and sought out the source of fun, in which case you are feeling the absence of visiting the font of fun, if you will. What you're gonna need to do is put your big kid panties on and create fun for yourself, i.e. learn how to become a source of fun yourself. So that can be as simple as starting to notice what is fun for you and then doing more of that. <laughs> Start reflecting on how you met your need for fun under non-COVID circumstances and what creative ways can you meet that need for fun now based on that knowledge of what is fun for you. So for example, I got the convertible during quarantine, which is, you know, extremely exciting for me. I have always wanted a convertible and I fucking love it. I am obsessed with it. It's been such a source of joy for me during all of this because I go for cruises and I blast the dance station and sometimes I bring someone in the back seat because it can be socially distanced. You know, I wear ridiculous things and I have interactions with passers-by and I talk to myself and I like whoop around and I like explore. I meet a lot of my needs with that. Not to say you have to get a convertible, <laughs> although it's pretty fucking sick, I would highly recommend it. But I hope that illustrates how we can find different ways to meet our needs. That also meets my need to like feel like I'm partying and going somewhere. So, you know, what I just listed there, those are a lot of needs that I have. And that is one of the ways I'm currently meeting that need. I'm also meeting, you know, I have a very high need for exploration and variety. And I'm currently meeting that need by exploring in nature, going on different hikes, by learning, by I've been taking a bunch of different courses, reading and, you know, watching interesting shows and interesting movies and having interesting conversations. My job is very intellectually stimulating to me too. And I love connecting with my clients and having stimulating conversations. So those are the ways that I'm meeting those needs. Whereas under different circumstances, I'd probably be traveling a lot more and I would be going to see live music and going to cultural events and going to parties and meeting new people and like all of these things, right? And I actually am meeting new people through some of these courses that I'm doing. So the point is, I kind of transitioned that point of creating your own fun into my next point, which was finding creative ways to meet your needs. So an example I gave the guys in the men's round of magnetics was, so I quit drinking in January. I've not had any alcohol for almost a year and I've not had a hangover in more than two years, which is pretty fucking lit. I.e. I drank very, very moderately for the year prior to that. In my exploration of transitioning alcohol out of my life, I learned a lot about evaluating in the absence of something that has been serving some sort of purpose in your life. What I really learned was it doesn't actually serve a purpose. We just link it to the purposes of other things. As I made that transition, I had to learn a lot about what needs was this meeting and how can I now meet those needs in other ways. So 
Maybe it was meeting a need to relax and to connect socially and to party or like whatever. And what I actually realized is that you can still party and connect and relax (laughs) without drinking alcohol. Anyway, I digress. I'll do a whole another episode on that. But the point is that I had to really look at as this thing that was linked to or as I perceived meeting certain needs for me, how can I then creatively meet those needs in other ways? So that really helped me having already gone through that journey. And then also what I would say too with not drinking is that I process my emotions a lot more. And uh, that was a way of kind of viewing, oh, here are some ways where I can be more present with myself and present with my emotional experience. Both of those things really helped me when COVID hit. And also just, you know, having been working from home and being very in the habit of being very adaptable, i.e. as like as an entrepreneur, those things really helped me moving into this situation. So I recognized that same framework when, you know, all the things that I usually do, all my cute little routines, you know, going to ecstatic dance every Thursday and like going out to see shows all the time and, you know, going to parties and uh, traveling and dancing and you know having large dinner parties having darties having day parties at my fairy house jesus throwing my events my big events all of these things right weren't there anymore so i got to ask myself and and you get to ask yourself okay what needs am i noticing were met by all of those things that i'm feeling the absence of or i'm feeling like those needs need to get met and then finding ways to creatively meet those needs. The next thing that you need to be doing is to ensure that you and your life are moving forward, that you're not just sitting here waiting, that you're moving forward, that you are evolving, that you are progressing, that you are moving in the direction of of what you truly want and what you truly desire. It's so important. We need that sense of purpose. We need that sense of progress. And, you know, I've heard a number of people say things like, especially around dating, where it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm just... I'm just waiting for COVID to be over and then, you know, maybe I'll, yeah, then maybe I'll date. It's like, if you don't want to be dating right now, that's totally fine, right? But like, if you do want to be dating right now and you are using COVID as an excuse to resist your genuine desire, stop doing that. Life is happening. Life is still happening, right? The circumstances are different and of course we should be prioritizing ourselves and our mental health first, right? So if you're in a place where, you know, you feel like you got to look out for number one, look out for number one, okay? But what will help you look after number one is consciously progressing in your life. So if that means examining what you actually want, do you need to redirect your life, right? Learning things, taking action, 
having new kinds of experiences, listening to podcasts, all these things like stimulating your mind, stimulating your sense of curiosity, stimulating your sense of life, right? It will really, really, really help you if you prioritize this. The next thing that I highly suggest you do is take constructive meaning from your experiences and what is happening for you. Find a way to extract the lessons that life is giving you. What are you learning from what is happening around you? How can you build on those learnings to create something constructive, right? And to create something beautiful, a beautiful thought, a poetic insight, a profound knowing, right? Like how can you be taking lessons from what is happening? And how can you be taking lessons that are empowering? And again, this comes back to the choice of thought and the learned optimism and the discipline of our mindset, right? There's beauty all around us all the time. There's beauty around us all the time if we open our eyes to see it. And the last thing I want to suggest is to learn to enjoy your own company. This is one of the greatest gifts in life that you can give yourself. I mean, honestly, I'm okay. I'm going to go ahead and say it. <laughs> my, uh, my grandfather likes to say all generalizations are false, including this one. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and say it. It is the greatest gift you can give yourself to learn to enjoy your own company. My coach Morgan, who is a really amazing person and has significantly expanded my world on multiple levels, she defines self-love as the amount of time you enjoy being yourself. And that has always struck me. And you know, I think a lot of what we discussed here layers into that, right? Becoming, learning to be the source of fun, learning to creatively meet your own needs, <laughs> focusing on your physiology, right? Breathing and exercising outside, progressing, moving forward, making constructive meaning of things, right? Like all of these things are what contribute to you ultimately enjoying being yourself. And another thing that really helps with enjoying your own company is you have to acknowledge that you have a relationship with yourself just like you have a relationship with other people and that your relationship with yourself is the most important relationship you will ever have in your lifetime. It is so profound. It is so beautiful. I have such a deep relationship with myself and that is something I've really cultivated, right? And a lot of that too is like to know yourself really deeply, you also have to be willing to be really honest with yourself. You have to be willing to be kind to yourself as well, right? And um, you have to be willing to show up for yourself and to meet your desires, right? To, to acknowledge and honor your own desires, all of these things, right? And to like have a good time and to, to learn what you need to have a good time and like to learn all your tastes and your likes and then create a life where those tastes and likes are getting tickled to their fancy, right? All of these things. It's such a beautiful thing. And that's ultimately what makes you magnetic on many levels. This is 
what is at the core of Magnetics Love School is this practice of loving being yourself and everything that that entails. So we'll close out on that note. As a reminder, Magnetics Love School is open for early bird enrollment. So if you want to come talk about the secrets of the universe with me for three months, oh my God, would I be delighted to have you. You can apply at coraboydcoaching.com slash magnetics. Talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Pillow Talk Radio. I'm Cora Boyd, and make sure to subscribe so we can keep you in the loop. In the interim, you can find me on Instagram at the Cora Boyd, YouTube Cora Boyd, website coraboydcoaching.com. Have an excellent rest of your day, night, morning, evening, whatever it is, wherever you are, and we'll catch you next week.